Good evening and welcome once again to the Lotus Flower Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Pamela Robinson, and I am super excited once again to have you back in the virtual and audio spaces with me. The Lotus Flower Podcast is a biblically-based educational podcast. We purposely are here to encourage, motivate, and to empower you to live your best life, knowing that it is the flower that blooms in adversity that is the greatest of them all, the Lotus Flower Podcast. This evening, I have a very special guest with me once again. He is coming to the podcast for the second time. He was one of my very first guests when I first started the podcast. And I was so taken back by his excellent presentation and his content and the quality of what he does in his both professional life and in his personal life as an actual podcaster as well. So I wanted him to come back and show you that being an African-American gentleman isn't a monolith. And the reason I say that is because my friend, he marches to the beat of his own drum. All African-American men don't have to do the same thing, play basketball, football, chase women, watch Netflix over and over and over and over again, speak Ebonics, have a big car with shiny wheels, with spinners. They don't all have to have, you know, four or five girlfriends or fancy clothes or know the latest rap songs. Those are all stereotypical things that we sometimes, not all the times, but sometimes we may actually stereotype and think, well, this makes up an African-American male. But my friend this evening, he is an African-American male that has broken outside of that stigma of what it means to be an African-American male and be what I call a monolith. And so I am happy to bring to you this evening, my friend, Mr. Wayne Bond. The second. Mr. Wayne Bond II is my special guest tonight for the second time, once again, on the Lotus Flower podcast. He is the Assistant Director for Campus Engagement at Western Michigan University in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Mr. Bond joined the Career and Student Employment Services in 2017 as a career development specialist. He brings experience of collaborating with people from all over the world. In that role, Wayne sought to establish a culture in which the decisions and roles taken on by students at Western Michigan University could be reframed to prepare them for their aspirations after graduating from WMU. Prior to joining 
C-E-S-E-S, Wayne spent over six years coordinating events, programs, and activities with WMU's Haneke Institute for Global Education. In 2022, Wayne took on a different position of a higher role at Western Michigan University as the Assistant Director for Campus Engagement. He is responsible for the shared development, implementation, and supervision of comprehensive campus engagement programs that promote student development and meets the needs of a diverse university community. He completed his undergraduate degree at Albion College, where he was a member of the Sigma Nu fraternity and the collegiate basketball team. Wayne completed his master's degree in 2015 within the political science department with a focus on international administration development. When he is not working or studying, Wayne can be found relaxing with a book or catching up on his favorite shows like The Game of Thrones or My American Academia. Wayne loves to write. He loves online directing of video, videos depicting various themes and lessons within anime alongside of reading videos, going through all types of imaging adventures as he shares the reading videos on his YouTube channel. Once again, I am so excited to have with me my friend, none other than Mr. Wayne Bond. We are going to have an invigorating conversation this evening about what it means to be an adult in 2023, The Lotus Flower Podcast, season three, episode number 25. Before I bring my guests on to the live platform, I would like for you to take a look at his YouTube channel. I will share that with you now. This is Mr. Wayne Bond's YouTube channel, and it is entitled Wayne Reads. I'd like for you to take a look at the at the channel with me. This channel that Mr. Wayne Reed has developed has over 257 videos. It airs every Monday and Friday. And as you can see from the colorful backdrop, the books that he shares are books that have a theme for children. So he reads the books and he has a listening audience of not only children, but I believe of adults as well, as he reads these invigorating stories to them. And he has even gone into a classroom or maybe several classrooms and shared from Wayne Reed's videos. 
in your leisure, I would like for you to take time out and peruse his website. Look at the videos, look at the playlist, look into his channel. And most importantly, I would like for you to like, comment, and subscribe to his channel, Wayne Reads. In doing so, each time that his videos go live, you will be able to have that video drop right into your inbox and you'll never miss an episode of Wayne Reads. And also, I have a very special treat for you from Wayne at the end of the podcast episode tonight. He has agreed to share a short story with us before we end the podcast this evening. So stay tuned tonight to the Lotus Flower Podcast when I am going to talk with my friend, Mr. Wayne, doing this invigorating conversation about what it means to be an adult in 2022. Join us, won't you? And share this podcast episode with your social media network. Let them know that Dr. Pamela is streaming live once again, right here on the YouTube channel and on the Facebook channel live on the Dr. Pamela Robinson Facebook channel and streaming live on the Lotus Flower YouTube channel. And now I'm going to have my guest, none other than Mr. Wayne Bond, join us this evening. Good evening. Good evening. And welcome to the Lotus Flower Podcast once again. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us. And I want you to greet our guests at this time in any way that you would. Oh, any way that would. Well, hello, everyone. I hope you're ready for another adventure because Wayne Reads is just here to have a nice conversation. And hopefully we all come away with something amazing. That's good. Thank you. And that's what I wanted because you have that awesome channel that I was just telling our guests about. And I really wanted them to be able to hear you do that Wayne Reed voice that I've heard on numerous of numerous of, of occasions. And I truly appreciate it. And I really, really, really enjoy your channel. But tonight, we are not going to talk specifically about Mr. Reed's channel we're going to talk about what does it mean to be an adult in 2023, season three, episode number 25. Before we go a bit further, however, into our conversation, I want to be able to kind of just get kicked back a little bit and do some chit-chatting with you, my friend. I want to know a little bit more about you. I know a little bit about you. I've read your bio here. But we know bios are just all clean cut and we make sure that they say just what we need them to say. So who's the guy behind the camera tonight? Um, Tell us a little bit about you. Where you come from? What do you do? What are your passions? What drives Mr. Wayne? I think what drives Mr. Wayne is just a sense to really be who he is. 
Um, I'm a proud son of two military army soldiers, and I was grateful enough to be able to see the world before my, a lot of who I was was formed. Being able to travel and every, have everyone sound differently and think differently and have a different understanding of the world really allows for me to just be who I am. And that's one of those uh, discoveries that I had to have. But now at the, the ripe old time of 35 and enjoying uh, all the, the grades that are coming in, it's being able to settle into a role where on campus, I am just, hey, that's, that's Mr. Wayne. That's someone who really saw something in me that I didn't see in myself um, at some point. Or that's that's Wayne. That's just who's just a big goofball. Um, in many cases, I'm serious and I have a job to do. But in other cases, I, again, am my own person. Um, mm -hmm. So now it's really just settling into the fall, being able to enjoy a little bit more teaching and a lot less administrative work and um, really starting to let my channels really just grow. So having a lot of fun there and suddenly in a fo college football and pro football is back. So Wayne is also very <laughs> happy there too. But I'll admit that. Yes, sir. Amen. <laughs> uh, you're not the only gentleman that I heard say that, but <laughs> that they're really happy. They've, they've changed their whole schedule around to make sure. I, I have not gone that far. I, I have okay. my two teams. It's not like on in the background. For instance, I have like, um, I have just a lo-fi music playlist that I've just been doing since 2005, just on in the background. Like, I'm not like a sports sports guy, like, but uh, right. Texas Tech, Green Bay, whenever they're on, I'm around. So it's, it's <laughs> nice. And from where I live, it helps me, again, set, step apart from everyone else. That's good. That's good. Thank you. Now, tell us a little bit more about the channel Wayne Reads and um, what is Wayne Brain Reads once again and how did that get started? So Wayne Reads is basically a YouTube channel about adventure, but the adventure is within your mind. Um, I started this as a friend just hitting me up. Hey, Wayne, can you read to a class? I have no idea why she thought of me to even to be completely honest, but when I did, I have all of a setup because I do other anime podcasting. So all the kids were like, "What else do you do?" And I'm like, "Nothing." Do you okay. want me to? And that really rolled into um, getting artwork done, finding a lot of the books, and just really as much as I talk about the idea out loud a lot more people really started like, oh yeah, I really like that idea, especially when they hear my voice. And it's just like, oh yes, I would definitely just want to hear that. Um, granted, it's categorized in the ASMR realm just because that's kind of what it is now as you're reading stories. Um, mm -hmm. But within that, it's really just, hey, reading's fun. Here's a little adventure from time to time. I have educational stories. I have a mini series, I have long series, and I have short series, short books that happen. So for <laughs> instance, um, yesterday, the Fantastic Mr. Fox had its 13th chapter, I wanna say, that came out on the channel. So just 13th little video. Yeah, but <laughs> this Friday is going to be a Harry Potter chapter. That's gonna be for my <laughs> longer series. Those are a little bit more in depth. It has like the green screen and the backgrounds changing behind me. 
Whereas mm -hmm. when I am just um, reading the other books, I'm more like I have an I have a, a friend with me who is um, Bumblebee. I think it's North Star. Uh, who else is there? Ozzy, and there's a fourth one that I am I'm forgetting right now. You'll have to excuse me, Madam Out, Madam Out. Okay. So I have okay. a bunch of like friend. I have a bunch of. I'm not gonna do the quotations. There, they're my friends. I have a bunch of friends that join me for every story as well, and um, mm -hmm. especially when you're dealing with kids, having them just hang out in the background gives them something mm -hmm. to really focus on outside of yourself. So okay. that's really been an evolution of the channel. Um, just having people say, hey, I, I know like having just you talk is okay, but what about something around in the space? And I'm like, mm -hmm. well, I could have a little friend that just joins me. And then it started building from there. And yeah, it's it's really fun. It's really fun being able to look at my phone and see the, the graphics for the channel like every day, just like mm -hmm. go up and down. It's like, oh, this is really building. It's really growing. So that's really cool. That's good. And how can um, how can one like a parent and with a kid kiddo join your um, channel? And when does it air once again? I know I announced that a little bit, but I want you to tell us when does it air and how can they go ahead and start watching and or subscribing to the channel? Well, literally, all you have to do is type in Wayne Reads. It's really just at that. And when those come up, it automatically will take you to Fantastic Mr. Fox is by far the most popular series, but no, David is my most popular video. I think it's at over somewhere over 25,000 views already, which is for mm -hmm. me where I'm at. It's just like, whoa, like this is great. <laughs> I never thought this book of all ones was what people liked, but it, it brought more people in. And within that, again, uh, the community is very 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 small i'm not doing anything as far as um memberships or things like that but i am very much interested in being able to have like videos for people who may like have a family who wants to be like hey this is my kid's favorite video uh favorite book can you read it and mm -hmm. like maybe a wednesday requests or something like that so being very open to hey this is my channel this is where I want to go with it. But if I really want to grow and become better, I do have to listen to people and be open to other stories. Do I need yeah. to agree with those stories that I'm putting out? Yes. I'm not going to read a kid's story about something that I find to be horrifying. No, like that's it's my own right. personal thing. I, I have a line mm -hmm. to draw, but I'm also mm -hmm. not going to sit here and be like, you should, everyone should do this because it's the channel. No, it's about right. everyone coming to, together and having a story. Because I personally um, am in love with the idea of the storyteller. Um, when I was traveling in, this was Peru, actually, I learned about the um, individual Coco Pelli. And within Coco Pelli, he is the storyteller who travels the world and really takes what he learns and understands and makes everyone better. So I really latched on to that just identification of just mm -hmm. being the storyteller and wanting to be the story, the teller of all types of different stories. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's good. And you said you that you were in Peru. So you were in a different country and you were able to latch on 
were you able to ratch on to some of the Peruvian stories in that country when you were over there? Or were you more so introducing your own stuff into that particular culture? I was more... I, I, I did a lot of uh, book hunting. I'm a book hunter. So I did uh, find a lot of um, small bookstores off on the side. I may have gotten one Spanish book, but I'm not that good in Spanish. So being able to really understand more of the culture was incredibly <laughs> fun. One of the, I will always suggest going to Peru. Um, I do something where I work abroad so in my line of work it can be exhausting being the person who like tells people to do everything so sometimes i just want to go and be a bartender somewhere so okay. this was in 2020 i just took off for three weeks and just hung out in peru tended bar and um really just got lost in the environment it was a lot it was, so much fun. It was, it was <laughs> a lot of fun bringing in the new year in another country so much fun. <laughs> Well, good for you. Good for you. And um, and then you also have a channel. It's a Runaway Warlords anime channel. Mm-hmm. And um, before I ask you a little bit about that, I do want to point out on the screen for all of those that are watching and those that are listening, I have listed Wayne's YouTube channel handle. Go ahead and take a screenshot of that or write it down so that you can make sure you go back and peruse that after this is over this evening. I want you to make sure you look at that and like, comment, and subscribe. Once again, you do have um, and another channel. It's an anime channel. Tell us a little bit about that. And, and for those that, that are listening, some people don't know what anime is. Tell us just a <laughs> short version of what it is and um, and a little bit about your channel before we go into our discussion. Oh, no worries. So anime is really just short for animation, and it's really more of a cultural way of understanding um, basically cartoons out of the country of Japan or any type of media styled after the cartoon style from Japan. And people may say, oh, aren't cartoons really the same thing? And I would definitely argue as no. I actually ran a seminar for individuals over the age of 65 for the Ollie Institute, Osher Lifelong Learning Institute in May, where I did two workshops on why anime was a much more broader way of storytelling. Um, As someone who's part of a generation who was really captivated by anime, it really, and this also goes into the discussion tonight, really um, came in a crossroads for me of what it means to be an adult and what it means to be happy. I found myself being in relationships where I was feeling I was kind of being unfaithful because my partner would go to bed and I would just go watch anime because that would be the only time I personally could view it because they were like, no, adults shouldn't be doing that. I'll be around it. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I was almost like having a, my own personal life outside of it where you don't have to watch it with me, but you at least have to respect that as an adult. Mm-hmm. That's how I spend mm-hmm. my time. So it's yeah. one of those where I've already been in the real life situations of having the nuance of this is a medium that a lot of people may see these are just cartoons and colorful, shiny objects. But mm-hmm. s- since I'd probably say the age of 12, I've really gravitated towards this as a medium without even really knowing it. It's amazing. My mm-hmm. sister and I are rewatching an anime that we were watching. Oh, um, I want to say 90s. I want to no say like 99, I was 11, 12. So 99, 2000, around the turn of the century. 
which is even <laughs> crazier to say out loud. Uh, but in that show, it's the same studio of anime that we follow now. So it's <laughs> one of those where you're, we're just like, whoa, Bones has been in our lives for since we were kids. And wow. literally two decades later, we're still following the stories that they tell. These aren't the Bugs Bunny, Mickey Mouse, where you go on a five minute episode and it goes nowhere. These are adventures where people learn, people grow. And by extension, you as the audience are able to soak in um, a story and a worldview that you probably would never be pervy to. I yes. was able to better understand PTSD from military and what I understood mm -hmm. growing up watching my father and seeing this in an anime being like, oh, that's what I saw. Like, so it, it provides it, it also provides a very nuanced window for us. So mm -hmm. that's really what the Runaway Warlords is for me personally. And for anyone who goes to the channel, you'll see anime is adulting because mm -hmm. in anime are intellectual thoughts and conversations, pushing boundaries and narratives thoughts on where the future can really go and how we can really treat each other. I think it's more human than just about any other medium of storytelling. And all adults should be able to enjoy storytelling. Like, mm -hmm. it's not a kid's thing to want to be told a story. Like, we are just right. naturally drawn to stories. And that's where it's they're- It's very, very, and it's very relaxing. As you can see behind, behind me, this bookshelf of all, I'll turn this way, of all these different things, some of some of these, you know, are are stories that my daughters and I we actually enjoy reading right now. You know, these stories even every night before bed, we might read a come in here, get one of these books. Like this is one of the favorite ones, and we might read a storybook. And it, you know what? It actually shifts our mind from this hustle, bustle, stress, stress day to relaxation mode just hearing the words of a of a book and so you're correct and all and they're actually most of them are are like children's books and that we have that we enjoy that we've had in their lives since they were kids and so thank you for sharing that take note those that are listening and watching that on the screen i do have wayne's runaway anime channel link here take a screenshot of it or write it down. I will be having it come across the screen as we speak this evening. So if you don't get it now, you'll be able to get it. And when you go back and look at that, I want you to go ahead and like, comment, and subscribe and leave, leave a comment and think outside the box about reading and about watching anime and getting a little bit broader in the things that we do, some of my listening audience this evening. Once again, we're going to talk this evening as we transition to our conversation about what does it mean to be an adult, particularly not just an adult in 1968 or adult in, you know, in 1807, but an adult in 2023. Yes. And I'm going to have my guests tell us this evening about this particular topic. And we're going to start off with a thought, a thought of when I think about being an adult in 2023, I'm going to think about the responsibilities that that entails when I'm adulting. So tell us a little bit about that, well, what it entails. Well, that's the fun part, because really, 
I first take responsibilities as, hey, just taking care of yourself, being able to understand if you have what responsibilities to whom, what, what have you, and taking a higher level of responsibility. Uh, that's kind of why understanding adulting is really where the individual's at. We can say, oh, this person is, they're in their 90s and they'll never learn and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Are they adulting mm-hmm. or are they, where are they at in life? Or the, we all know the 18 that has the next 30 years of their life planned out to the T and they're going to they're change the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where are we on the scale as far as responsibilities? And that's the fun part because really for me, adulting is the state of self self understanding mm-hmm. and self maintenance. Mm-hmm. So personally, and again, all of us have different understandings of adulting. That's why I like having that ing there because it can take on so many understandings, if you will. So if you're not an adult, you're adulting. And -hmm. with adulting, what do the responsibilities look like? Um, Because by one, taking care of yourself, if you have kids, then you're subsequently taking care of those kids by taking care of yourself. Because without you, they're not able to, you know, function, get out of the house, (laughs) do all those things. So that's why by one, taking care of yourself and that maintenance, that Mm -hmm. allows Now, does that um, understanding of where the responsibilities go and how stringent to adulting you have to be, that's up to the person. Some person may say, you know what? We're just going out to McDonald's every night. We're eating. That's adulting for me. I probably wouldn't say that's adulting because you're not necessarily (laughs) eating what I would personally view is a meal that would allow you to, you know, sustain yourself. It's going to allow you to get up and move for a few hours, but then you're right. going to be sluggish. You're going to be wiping the grease off your face. And then by subsequent ends, like your kids and their environment is not necessarily going to be as, I would say, productive. Right. right. And people may be noticing I'm not necessarily, these are the points, because adulting is, again, a part of this growing conversation. Um, exactly. And that's part of why I really love being myself in this area because past relationships, this is what it means to be an adult. Then uh-huh. that means I'm adulting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like if your definition of what it means to be an adult is that, I want nothing to do with that. I wish you the mm-hmm. best. I mm-hmm. hope you are all happy in whatever life you live. But mm-hmm. if we're talking about the rest of my life, I want to be an adult that, hey, I have responsibilities. I pay my bills. That's a basic maintenance. You're taking care of yourself. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm able to sustain relationships that allow me to grow as a person. And that personally is where that maintenance part comes in. Because for me, your responsibilities can be challenged. And sometimes it's okay to admit, and this is a big part about adulting, is that sometimes you can't fulfill all your responsibilities. Exactly. That's a very big thing to have to understand. Sorry. And when when you can't, and when you can't fulfill all your responsibilities, what should one do that is in that adulting continuum? Like you said, it's way up, somewhere way up here, and some may be way down here. Some may be in the middle. So they're on a continuum. 
and they can't fulfill those responsibilities. So at that point, what should they do? Admit that they can't. I think that is the true de definition. Sorry, the two true bottom line of adulting is mm -hmm. admitting that you can't do something. And oh my goodness, a man just said that. He, a man that said he can't do something. Ah, like I, that was the biggest thing that I had to come to terms with as just a real human being, um, really going into my 30s, is like, there are things I cannot do. Like, I, a lot of things do not make sense to me with mm -hmm. uh, things, a lot of things at work. I'm telling everyone, I have to work harder at like a lot of communication tactics because a lot of things just don't compute for me. So I have to go those extra miles to get that input mm -hmm. and understand those things. So um, really having to grow and t understanding that your responsibilities kind of force you to grow. When right. someday I, I want to be a parent, it, I would like one, at least one. Um, and I would hope that that responsibility of being a parent then forces me to grow in a way that I'm not privy to now. Um, I see. My responsibilities now as an assistant director are much more different than my responsibilities as a career development specialist. And it's mm -hmm. forcing me to grow in a much, <laughs> a much more elastic way. Um, <laughs> but it's also a responsibility that I have to take seriously. I, right. And it's one that I do. And when individuals around me don't, I do find frustration because it's not that I'm saying that they're not adulting. Everyone, again, everyone adults differently but mm -hmm. I'm taking these responsibilities of my career very seriously. I see. So I'm not telling you, you should take it seriously as well, but you should at least approach this environment with a level of <laughs> understanding and respect because this is this is a responsibility here. And, and why, uh, when we uh, spoke about the topic that you wanted to talk about this evening, you said, well, I'd like to talk about, you know, you gave me several very excellent topics to choose from, and we landed on this one. But I wanted to know, as I was thinking about this, I said, I wonder why Wayne chose to add on the specific year of 2023. And you could have put down, what does it mean to be an adult in twenty? way down the line you know we could have been futuristic we could have said in 2030 what does it mean to be an adult because we're thinking futuristic you know flying cars driverless cars all that stuff you know we can get in and we can actually sit here and i can actually have myself you know actually teleported actually into a whole nother atmosphere they're working on it or you could have said what does it mean to be an adult in the 1960s, when we had so much of that racial unrest going on, not that we don't now, but it's, <laughs> it's packaged a different way yeah. and tied up real pretty. But right now, you could have chose any of those types of years. So why did you choose? How does it look to be this adult in like 2023? What was what was the significance of that number? Well, one that has to do with me. I'm I'm in 20. I'm an adult in 2023, so that helps. Okay. But okay. Also. Yeah, in, in, a, in a more meta sense, I do believe that personally, taking all the relationships into account, this is a turning point for us individually, us as a state in Michigan, and really us mm -hmm. as a country, just relationships. Um, mm -hmm. 
it's we're getting further and further away from just having conversations and admitting, hey, agree to disagree. Um, we see things differently. Um, can we at least understand? I at least admit that your vantage point is from where you're at and only where you're at. And maybe it's mm -hmm. not everyone's vantage point, like getting a little bit more away from there and only into whoever agrees with us, which for me is mm -hmm. boring. Like I firmly yes. believe that if you are just around people saying the same thing that you, what do you, what do you have to talk about? Honestly. Right. So, <laughs> so in that context, exactly. I do believe that, especially within 2023, whether it's social media, whether it's in person, whether it's politics, whether it's um, sports aren't as crazy, but well, depending on if you're a Michigan or Ohio State fan, but in any of those okay. contexts, yeah, but in any of those okay. contexts, like the communication and the relationships, like this is one of the most isolated um, groups of young adults because the, the lack of friends are going down in communities. And mm -hmm. I understand that people mm -hmm. are moving, mm -hmm. people are being more isolated because of beliefs. But um, I also mm -hmm. will say that a lot of people are too exhausted. They're working too many hours. And mm -hmm. I also believe, especially in like just working relationships and how we treat each other, 2023 has been huge. I am a workers' mm -hmm. rights advocate. I am mm -hmm. firmly on the side of the unions right now, whether it's the, the writers' union, whether it's the the UAW union for the auto workers, mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. those relationships with those people are my community. So mm -hmm. if I can't support my community when they really mm -hmm. need to earn a more living wage so they can drive and go have those adventures and go on vacations. A lot of people don't can't afford vacations anymore. So how we right. you know, can we afford them to what how are they going to be an adult and have a time off and have that vacation when they're just constantly driving themselves into the ground? Like and then that, built those and then built those relationships mm -hmm. outside of just the work setting or outside of social media. You know, we can sit and talk with someone through social media all day and all night. But to actually get into someone's presence and touch them and feel them, experience them in their presence with you, the relationships are significant. And when you talked about 2023, and yes, you're an adult in 2023. When I thought about that, I thought about all the different things that have, are taking place now. So many innovative things are going really, really fast, are happening quickly, you know, with Elon Musk and all he's doing with social media with our our cars like i talked about i was i was joking but with the driverless vehicles that they're testing now to, and all those. all of that okay. you know and all and then you have this ai intelligence that is very prevalent now you know all i have to do is type in something into my google search and before i long i know it you know i have all these search search things that are coming up in my search engine tracking what I what I just put in, I might just been searching about flowers. I don't want to know everything about it every single day. So that's your artificial intelligence that's there. Just all types of things happening in 2023 for us that are adulting. And sometimes we might want to shirk back because there's so much going on. There's so many things that are bombarding us. It just it just gets to be overwhelming at times, you know. Well, it distracts yeah. against the other relationships. Mm -hmm. Let's be exactly. honest. 
Mm-hmm. Like the running joke was when the phones really got smart was up. Oh, no one has conversations anymore because we're all just doing this. Um, that's right. That's very, that's, that's very right. true. That's very true. This is as an act. Sorry, as an activity sport. As <laughs> someone who oversees campus events, we we are grappling with an understanding that today's teenagers are not going out and running down the railroad track and having some movie <laughs> with a banjo in the background or anything like that, right? right? Or right, they're not right. like my generation where they were causing ruckus and going, getting in trouble at the local schools and the skate parks. Their versions right. of hanging out are sitting in their rooms with their phones, talking to their friends mm-hmm. that are mm-hmm. literally next door. They're not sitting right. next to each other. <laughs> So this is how the relationships are starting to look in 2023. Mm -hmm. And as an adult, I find myself having to say, hey, I'm having a bonfire. If I have at least one or two people to come over, I'm I'm feeling a lot better in that situation. Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. I didn't really, I've never really done that, um, having people over, those type of things. And now, Mm -hmm. as I start to get into 2023 and understand adulting, how big do I want my social network? Do I want to be at the bar every night? No. Like that was that was adulting when I was 22. I was adulting in 2010. What does adulting look like in 2023? It looks like understanding, hey, I can go out and enjoy myself after post-COVID and feel comfortable. Right. I have a mask. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if someone starts coughing next to me, pop, I'll admit, I'll, I'll put it up. Like, I'm not. I, this is about me, not about you. Right. right. So right. in that context, I am much more comfortable maintaining mm-hmm. myself. And there's that part of being able to self-maintain. Um, mm-hmm. Understanding my how I am viewed in the world and how I go about it. And just how I love my uh, myself on a daily basis. Whether that's the food I eat, being able to go outside with the pups, um, or just say texting my parents like i'm gonna have a call with my dad thursday i haven't talked to him in a few months mm-hmm. it's just being able to have those relationships as an adult which is not what i was thought was going to happen you know kids my family what have you but the fact mm-hmm. that i don't have those doesn't mean i'm lesser than it doesn't mean that my life is horrible it doesn't mean that i'm not happy this is the happiest i've ever been in my life Exactly. Well, how, so how, if you had to, let's sit back and think a moment, if you had to define what a productive and fruitful relationship looks like for you in 2023, how would that look and how, how would you define that for our listening audience and those that are watching? Mutual understanding. And that's not personal understanding. You can have personal understanding, but you have to actually hear someone else. So probably like an 80, 20 of your own, 80% of your own understanding and then allow for that 20% to come in because that 20% is really the relationship. I'm not a person who's okay. like, they're my other half and I'm 50% and all that, but no, they're a part okay. of you. Mm-hmm. They're part of who you are, and whether that's a romantic mm-hmm. relationship, personal relationship, like that, it's still not allowing yourself to have input from them. And that's again, mm-hmm. that 80%, 20% relationship okay. that comes into play. 
Mm -hmm. And is there room for, for, um, for movements? Like, is it a fluid type of situation that you're describing? Or is it something that is just black and white and very rigid? That's fun because I'm all, I'm all about the individual freedom of the narrative. So that's why I would be like, yeah, if it fits you, and if it fits you 50% for relationships, go for it. But okay. personally, there's that level of not necessarily mutual understanding, but then just co-understanding to where okay. you, if, for instance, going back to prior relationships, like, no, this this is it. This is the reality. And I'm like, no, that's that's the reality that you've grown up in. But I have no idea about this reality. Okay. So if you're not telling me, then I don't know what the heck's going on. Like, okay. Like there's right. those types of understandings where, oh, we're supposed to be at fifty percent and all of this, and okay, cool. We do nothing in regards to the things that I enjoy, how I spend my time. It's all mm -hmm. here. So mm -hmm. in that point, it's more ninety ten, and I'm I'm not okay with that. Um, and that, but that, and that's me personally. Some people could be. I'm mm -hmm. not being. It's not me. Yes. So when when adulting in 2023, and we have this 90-10 situation going on, and we know that's definitely not, that definitely isn't equal. What would one do that are uh, that are um, that want to continue on adulting and not pull back and maybe? Go back into more of a immature type of state. So, what would you what would you recommend that they would do at that time? Well, adulting is hard decisions. Like, let's be honest. Mm -hmm. um, That's right. Adulting is admitting, hey, this isn't working. It's huh? it's being able to put in the time. It's not be like, oh, it's been two weeks. Sorry, bye. Okay. But after like two or three years, it's like, no, this is not working. We've gone through multiple Christmases, multiple holidays. I, I, as far as growing together, we're not growing together. And that's a big thing as well. Okay. Because um, like, I'm a different person than I was, uh, let's say 30, 30, I was a completely different person. Um, mm -hmm. Well, I, I, would, I would say completely different person from then. That's five, only five years ago. Com mm -hmm. Huge difference between myself at 30 and 25. And then, mm -hmm. so I would say over the last 10, 15 years, there's four different versions of who I am. And if mm -hmm. I would have, and I'll admit, I, um, I was able to reunite with a college crush May. And no. It's a hard no. Like 14 <laughs> years later, someone I literally would have crawled through grass, uh, glass to be able okay. to get her attention. It's just no. Um, wow. And that's a very sobering just understanding of mm -hmm. what I thought, what I thought. And I'm glad you made that turn because relationships and what everyone said was going to make you happy, like falling in love and we had that passion. It was going to be all of this. And now just having a conversation in our thirties, it's like, we're completely different people. I am not interested like, at all. Like go you, you're a great human being. You live your life as your own shiny star, but I'm, I'm good. Like she, she called me a few times after and I, and that's the funny part. Cause she called me and I was just like, she, why is she calling me? Where 
again, 14 years ago, I'd have been like over the moon. Yes. Stuff, like it, what I thought was going to make me happy. Didn't. It just didn't. But let me add this into the mix. When you think about it, think about relationships. We both have had them. And when we're in these relationships, we get on them and first, first and foremost, it's like, it's a honeymoon time and everyone's so excited and I'm just learning about you and you learn about me and, you know, I'm putting my best foot forward and all. I've got my nice perfume on and I'm all fixed up and then the male, he might have his whatever cologne and you're just looking all, you know, chave and all and suave and all these things, you know, really trying to just put that superficial face on. But yet and still, after a while, all those things kind of get washed to the side, you know. Oh, and, and even though we're adulting, I'm going to go ahead and say this, and people might say, oh, my goodness. You know, even the intimacy part of it is just really good when you first start out, you know, just can't get enough. But yeah. after a while, even those things get old. And then this is the part I wanted to point I wanted to make. You said you were 20 and then you had relationships and you were 30 and you had relationships and 35. And then myself, you know, having relationships and being married for a significant period of time. We we changed, though, from the 20 year old person in relationship to that person. If you were married and you were in a relationship and or or had a significant other and you get met with them at 20 and you even stayed with them till you were 25. At 25, Wayne is going to be someone altogether different. Will that person be able to grow with you and adult with you through the stages of 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, all the way up to 35? Those changes are going to take place. And the adulting is going to cause you to have to face the music. There will be some trials in your life, some tribulations, some hardships that will make you want to quit make you want to get out of that relationship and call it quits? Or will the adulting part of you sit back, take a good look at the environment, a good picture of what's going on, and a good picture of my commitment with this person? Am I committed to this person? Or was I just committed to those superficial things, you know, to the sex? Was I just committed to how the outward exterior appearance and how she made me feel and all of that? Adulting. What did I think that they had? Yes. What did I think they had? When you talked about that woman and you said, I would just run through glass for her. But, but after a while, years later, like, oh, no, I don't think so. So talk to me a little bit about that and the audience. Hey, y'all that are listening. I see there are some that are on and, and welcome this evening for those that are listening and watching. Talk to us tonight about what does what everyone said is going to make you so happy. It's going to make you happy. I'm going to be dancing on the ceiling, Wayne. And then it doesn't. Tell us a little bit about that. And let's expound on, on that as we move further into this conversation about adulting in 2023. I think that is the, the general dynamic of every millennial and Gen Z person, to be completely Okay. <laughs> what do you mean um, by that, please? There's a lot of people in different formats where you're just like, go to college and you'll be happy. Make a okay. lot of money and you'll be happy. Have okay. a wife and kids and you'll be happy. I'm like, I know people who have wife and kids 
and like he doesn't they don't like each other and it's okay. sad it's really sad was but that's what everyone said was gonna make him happy um mm -hmm. you have things like um make a lot of money and you're gonna be happy i know uh someone in my life who makes who has like millions of dollars in stocks one of the right. most miserable people i have ever seen Oh, man. Always wants to be inebriated, never wants to take accountability for their actions. And it's just mm -hmm. like, are you happy? Because mm -hmm. you don't look happy. You, mm -hmm. you look miserable. But <laughs> okay. And it's it's sad because I can see like some of my friends who are going into that realm of, mm -hmm. oh yeah, I'd, I just got X amount of money, blah, blah, blah. Cool. I'm going to go volunteer with all these people over here. You have fun with that. <laughs> and they're just like, I'm having fun at the gym. It was like, all right, bro. All right, cool. So, so are you end, saying that money doesn't make us happy? Are you uh, saying having saying. a lot of money does not equate to happiness? I'm saying that money can make you comfortable, but it can't make you happy. Mm -hmm. And I and I concur. I concur. Money. You can have lots of money. You can go on vacations. You can go to Aruba. You can take a trip over to Germany. You can go to South Africa. You can go around the world. You can have so much money until you can just, just you can actually lay in the money. You know what I'm saying? But still, but still, internally, I believe happiness, and I like to fashion it as joy, is found on the inside, and it actually overflows to the outside. If you're not, if you're in, if internally your emotion, emotional state isn't happy and at peace and at rest, you know, you can dress it up all day and all night, but you're still going to wake up in the morning looking in the mirror at that same person and all of that money. And you're still going to be one most miserable person in all. And let's yes. say that you're on the opposite end and you spend your entire life devoted to getting it. How, what do you miss yes. out on? How many, um, how many bike rides? How many times just playing catch in the backyard or just sitting around and reading a book? So right. it's it's one of those things where what what types of things are you not looking at when you spend your time looking at what everyone tells you to look at? Exactly. Exactly. And smell the roses, right? You should well, you know, there's sometimes in life we've got to stop and smell the roses. You gotta, and that's an old saying. But we got, and it's a cliche, but it's true. We got to slow down sometimes and enjoy what's around us. You know, take a moment. Walk. We have so many trails here in North Carolina. So just walking through the tr nature trails down here and mm. looking at the sun, so sunset. Fun. Yes, looking at the trees, bugs. We have different types of bugs than we have in Michigan, and they're huge, Wayne. <laughs> the bugs down here, they they are like. Huge. They must eat all this good southern food or something because I tell you, and and just I just really enjoy looking at the water and the lakes and and the wind and just the smells are different. It actually soothes me and it brings internal happiness that it spills over into others, you know, mm. and all. And so what used to make me happy many many years ago and as an adult does not make equate to what makes me happy now. It doesn't take a whole lot. And so I'm glad that you brought that point out. And I'm glad that you brought out the point because there are so many people that are in this grunt thinking that I've got to be happy 
because I've got to have a mate. I got to have this person with me that defines me. And it means that I am truly, you know, a woman or I am truly a man or I'm truly, you know, um, who I am because this person is with me and they define me and they actually, um, they actually uh, finish me, my finishing product. But um, you don't want to rush into something, do you? Because if you rush into it, then what will happen in the long run is it's going to be disastrous and is you're going to regret it and you're not going to be happy. And adulting is going to be very, very difficult at that time, won't it? Mm-hmm. Because on the spectrum that they'll be at, maybe they're not able to take care of themselves and then they can't really maintain. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. And that brings us to this point about the stress of it all. When you are trying to adult be- and actually live that way because you're trying to please other people or you've got this air you got to put on, you know, I've got to be a certain way because, you know, we know that certain people think that certain black people are a monolith, meaning mm-hmm. that we're all the same and we all have to do the same thing. And we all have to dress the same way. And we all have to listen to the same music and go to the same restaurants and eat fried chicken and watermelon, you know, and know and know the latest rap songs. Not that I'm typecasting anyone this evening that is listening and or watching, <laughs> but, but these have been some of the stereotype stereotypes that come forth from our race, and we know that. Yeah. But I want to say that, you know. We're not all a monolith and we are different and stress can be put on you because you're trying to be something that you're not. So the stressors of being an adult were not in some generations. Now that we are in the generation that we're in right now, Wayne, but in the generations prior to us, there were different stressors. But now in the generation that we find ourselves in now, we have different stressors. So let's talk about what the stressors are about being an adult that were not in play a generation ago. So now we're in 2023 and we have these stressors and we were back in, I was born in 1963 and there were stressors going on there. Graduated high school in 82. Okay, so I'm pretty, oh, I'm like a dinosaur. No, I'm just trying. <laughs> and yet, but there were different stressors. So talk to us tonight about the stressors and let's do it like a little comparative for the, our, our older people that are listening tonight and those millennials that may be listening and watching and are going to listen and watch later on. Let's hear some of that wisdom that you have for us. If I was, I could put it into one word, it's information. Yes, right. Information um, downright, I would say, is the number one stressor of what it means to be an adult as a part of generation ago, because Mm -hmm. you I wouldn't say you're more well informed because the information that you're getting could not be, I would say, up to date or Mm -hmm. um, functional. Let's just say functional. Mm -hmm. I want to say correct, but functional information. So. Mm -hmm the information that is just constantly around you to the point where we're going to be making difficult decisions as just human beings and a society. Like 
just off of the information that people are putting out there as far as, um, I mean, you have doctored photos as far as like dating sites or things like that. But what mm -hmm. happens when North Korea puts out a deep fake of Biden saying he's going to war with China? Like mm -hmm. they're video, they're getting good enough to like videos and stuff like that where they can mm -hmm. just like put stuff out there and just be like, all right, have fun. Or yes, that could just be someone in their basement. Like it's <laughs> the amount of information out there that's available, I would say mm -hmm. is, is awe-inspiring um, because right. there's, it's not to say that there've never been racists around, but with mm -hmm. the spread of information and the ability to consolidate information and gather and share information, they're much more, I would say, not in demand, but much, much more active, I would say, just because their avenue to spread information is much more apparent, which causes people like me stress because of, again, I work at a university. These are things that where it's um, people finding out that XY group is there and then coming to uh, boycott. Right. What? Like, what? Who? Who? That's not something from a hundred years ago because they wouldn't know what was happening in from Kalamazoo to Battle Creek, where now right. you have people coming from states and states over to fight on like a kid's classroom that may or may not have a litter box for the cat that's in the classroom, but everyone's like, oh, it's for the kids. It's like, we can't even give the kids an education. How are we getting them litter boxes? Like, come on now, right, let's, right. let's think rationally <laughs> here. But right. again, that's the information is causing people to, I'm not going to tell them their stress is wrong. I can say that it's mm -hmm. misplaced. I see. Misplaced. But mm -hmm. like, it's sheer information out there, how you should look, how you should think, how you should feel. And then that the um, information ability allows you to then sound off in these echo chambers where I have to catch myself. And that's part of that self-maintenance part going to therapy, having tough discussions with family members of like, this is what's happening. This is what's happening in my head. This is how I understand it. Which again, mm -hmm. that information that I can now give forth. I mean, mm -hmm. I have a hundred years ago, but 20, 25 years ago, black men talking about what's going on between their ears would never happen. Right. Oh no, 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 no. The ultimate Not in a million years. Mm -hmm. Whereas now I'm like, I have to, because there's so much information going on or I'm going to go out. Like it's, that's right. So I would say it's definitely information would be a number one stressor as an adult, because as a kid, you're like, all right, cool. Is this true? I don't know. Um, unfortunately, that information can become the backbone of your belief as you become an adult, which can definitely be a stressor. Um, I'm an I'm an international person. I'm for some people when they hear that it's like oh he's coming to take our jobs, but for other people there could be honest disagreement with understandings, cultures, what have you. Mm -hmm. That's perfectly fine. That's a conversation mm -hmm. that we can have, but it shouldn't stress you out that someone from a different language, religion, ethnic group, diet. <laughs> Right. The fact that yes. people are like, oh, they're going to get rid of our hamburgers. No one's taking your hamburgers. Chill. Like, <laughs> information. That information is stressing people out. It shouldn't right. stress you out. No one's coming for your burger. 
Right. I'll be the first to be, I'll meet you on the picket line, brother. They're not coming from my right. state. Like, exactly. Or, you know, we have so many different diets out there. We got the, the flat, these fat free diets and we've got the glue, the gluten free diets and all, you know, all those types of things. And people, you know, from other generations, maybe never embraced those types of things and mm -hmm. whatnot. And when you talked about uh, the stress of the generation as well, you have people that are maybe in their 70s, 80s, like 85 in there that maybe don't embrace all the social media and they're being left behind because maybe they won't get on social media. They won't be able to, maybe they don't even choose to use a computer or a laptop or a desktop. Maybe they don't even choose to have a smartphone. And do you think that those people may be under some type of stress because they're not, you know, actually living up to what today's generation thinks that they should be doing? Oh, it couldn't even be that. It could just be the stress of a lot of people may have difficulty ordering food because everything is um, like if you want to order delivery, you have to go through an app. That's a new stressor for someone who just doesn't want a smartphone because you don't want to get the app to have the Chinese food delivered. Like mm -hmm. that's that's a huge stressor and they just wanted their darn Chinese food. Mm -hmm. That's a new stressor that they have to have just because of that technology that for better or worse, inability or lack, financial gain or not, they can't have access to. And that equates to adulting as well, right? That's another mm -hmm. part of adulting, meaning that we've got to realize that adulting is on a continuum right your way of looking at adulting like you said and my way of looking at adulting could be way far apart or they could be even closer together like this mm -hmm. and that and if you ask me that is okay do you think that everyone has to you know if you're 35 then you have to live a certain way and do certain things and have smartphones and be on social media and you know and all those types of things. I, I want no part of it because like most people would say, like I should have a 10 year old right about now or so, like some kid getting ready for their teens. I'm like, I can barely take care of my dogs. Like it'll come when it comes and I have my kids, but like Hagrid and Cloud, they're enough for me. Like I'm good, I'm good with puppies. <laughs> that, and mm -hmm. that's, that's the big part of it is like, what do adults do? I say just, I say constantly grow. Like you have kids, you have kids who develop and learn and grow and all that. But for me, adulting is admitting that you don't know everything mm -hmm. and being able to also be able to get better from that. I constantly want to get better as a human being, but also as an adult, whether it's the technology around me, being able to understand the new people that come into my world or mm -hmm. just myself as a human being, like, all those three things require me to grow. If mm -hmm. I am not growing, then in five years from now, when that new gen, oh, wow, it will be because the 20, 25, 30, just realize that you oh, caught yeah. me on a good year. You caught me on a good year. <laughs> so like in five years, when 40-year-old Wayne is rocking out, hopefully we're not all gray, but we'll see how the song <laughs> We'll see how it works. Does but your dad gray at 40? Does your dad gray at 40? Maybe... That would be a telltale well, sign. That's the thing. He doesn't have a beard. He's uh, 
So his grades really started, his grade whiskers started peeking out when he was in his late fifties, just okay. because uh, he was, he was all mustache, never beard. I see. Okay. So yeah, I was trying to give you a, a little telltale sign and maybe look back at that and see. No, he's got a good widow's peak now though. So that's something to look forward to. Okay. Okay. So adults, what do adults do in 2023? And you talked a little bit about what they do, but a few other things that they do before we transition into your reading that short story for us. Oh, well, anybody. I would say contribute. Um, and the pups just came in, so don't mind them. So I would definitely okay. say contribute. Being an adult in 2023 isn't necessarily about just standing by the sidelines and letting life pass you by, whether that's personal, professional, um, or in relationships now is really a, a great a time as ever. There is no more, there's never been no more time for free love for people to just love whoever they want. And I think that's also a part of being an adult. Like I went to, I was terrified. One of my friends, um, his engagement fell apart and I went to go see him. I was terrified of where he was and he came out as by to me. Um, and it was one of those, wasn't one of those things where it was romantic or anything, but it was, thank goodness you're okay. Thank goodness that you can be and love whoever you want. And I cried because someone that I truly cared about is finally free to just be the adult that they want to be. He's not the kid who's hiding anymore to be whoever and do whatever he thought people said was going to make him happy. He's living his life. And now he's not this alter ego that we called him by the nickname. It's his name. And I love that person just as much as everyone else. So, and it's so also being able to just be a professional, whether you're a man or woman, a lot of people are like, Oh, the uh, population decline is because women are working too much or because they want to be their own person. And it's the United States of America. So they should be able to just mm-hmm. say, who would have thought Yes, crazy ideas, freedom for women. <laughs> um, and yes. I do think that is both double-sided. I have a lot of people. I know a lot of people who will recoil when a woman will say, I want to be a stay at home mom. <laughs> and it's like, she, if they can afford it, let them, who cares? Yes. That's, Mm-hmm. That's the adulting way. That's their version of adulting. If she wants mm-hmm. to then have hobbies or do whatever, or she wants to be a stay, full stay-at-home mom, fine. Mm-hmm. As long as they are not doing anything illegal, it's mm-hmm. none of my business. And um, on the flip side, a man, a father might want to stay at home, and the mom, the mom may want shoot. to. Shoot! Let introduce me to someone making more money. I will put on. I'll, mm-hmm. Give me the give me the vacuum cleaner. I'll start dancing. <laughs> <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Here we are. Oh, that house oh. is spotless. And you'd be no, you had no problem switching it up, would you? I hear you. Oh, I hear man. You. You're my kind of a guy. Now, tell me a little bit about the people. Now, people, tell me a little bit about the animals that came in. You said, don't <laughs> worry, my little pups will come in. I want you to tell us their names. And, and um, I know we can't see them, I don't believe, but um, you have two furry, furry, sons i'm going to call them that yeah, you love dearly boys. tell us who are their names and what types of dogs are they so hagrid is a seven he'll be seven in november he's a seven-year-old all-black german shepherd and then cloud is a german pit mix who is all black as well and i would say they are part of my triangle soul um i did not realize this um but as i had pets and as they really grew on me 
the emphasis and uh, the weight that I was really putting on the women that I was dating in the relationships, that really isn't fair in my opinion of just like that emotional, you complete me and all that. I really am understanding that weight is put on my animals. Like, obviously it's not romantic, please don't call the cops or anything, like what's going on. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, at lunch, I'll come home and just like wrap my arms around and just like hold them because I just need that sense of relief. And I can have that extension of myself with through a pet. It's not a, mm -hmm. a person, like a partner or a kid. That's where those toxic overbearing relationships can really come into play. And that's not really what I, that's not really the um, relationships that I want, especially in 2023. Mm -hmm. That's part of that maintenance side of being able to understand Haggard and Cloud. Cloud's my, he's a year old. Um, and when I lost my cat last year, and I didn't realize how much Haggard just really played with her. And mm -hmm. that really exerted me and put stress on me. And there was a lot of stress there. Those stressors that I never would have thought would have happened. So mm -hmm. having the three of us here just being able to me be able to rely on them emotionally, like whenever I need, mm -hmm. just to like well, wrap my arms around after a hard day or just um, go, they, they make, they force me to go outside to be completely honest. Mm -hmm. They mm -hmm. are the reasons why I'll go outside multiple times a day. And when work gets very busy, to be honest, they're the reasons I eat. They're the reasons mm -hmm. I self-maintain or I self take mm -hmm. care of myself because, oh, Y'all need to eat? Oh, I need to eat. I, I completely forgot because I'm doing so much stuff. So they really are part of that soul that keeps me whole, mm -hmm. which allows me to have that, you know, 20% space for a partner somewhere down the line to be able to understand that I've been in situations where a girl is just like, German shepherds should never be pets. Peace. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'll see you later. I will never not be without my dogs. Like, uh, okay. See you. Wouldn't want to be you in all. Well, I'd say that pets feed the soul. That would be my yeah. broad saying that definitely. And I'm so glad that you introduced us to your pets and all. One day, maybe we'll get a look at them as well. <laughs> I want to transition this evening, though, however, good discussion about what it means to be an adult in 2023, season three, episode number 25, with my special guest, Mr. Wayne Bond. And he also has what I said earlier, if you are just getting on, he has a YouTube channel. And his YouTube channel I'm going to bring up the link for it once again, is entitled Wayne Reads. And on the screen now, you can see the handle for the YouTube channel. I'd like for you to take a screenshot of this or write it down. And I want you to go back after this episode in your leisure and look at the channel. And I want you to like, comment, and subscribe to his channel. And I tell you, you won't be disappointed. And your it is your children, those kiddos that you have, very kid-friendly channel. He is going to read for us now a short story, one in which he would most likely read or maybe even have read on his Wayne Reads channel. So I'm going to invite him now to share with us a short story this evening. And I'm going to take myself off the screen, and I'm going to let you have 
the screen and talk and or those that are listening and are watching can actually enjoy this short story. And then I'll come back on when you're done. No worries. Okay. Hello, everyone. I hope you're ready for another adventure because today Wayne reads Why the Sun and the Moon Live in the Sky. Always remember that as you go through these amazing adventures and read these outstanding stories, all you have to do is follow along with the story and like and subscribe for more awesome tales. So now, let's jump in. Many years ago, the sun and the water were great friends and both lived on the earth together. The sun very often used to visit the water, but the water never returned his visits. At last, the sun asked the water why it was that he never came to see him in his house. The water replied that the sun's house was not big enough and that he came with his people, he would drive the sun out. The water then said, if you wish for me to visit, you must build a very large house, but I warn you that I will have to be a very large pal that it will have to be a very large place as my people are very numerous and take up a lot of room. The son promised to build a very large house and soon afterwards, he returned to his wife, the moon, who greeted him with a broad smile. The son told the moon that he had promised the water and the son told the moon what he had promised the water and the next day began building a large house in which to entertain his friend. When it was completed, he asked the water to come and visit him. When the water arrived, one of his people called out to the sun and asked him whether it was safe for the water to enter. And the sun answered, yes, tell my friend to come in. The water then began to flow in accompanied by the fish and all the water animals. Very soon, the water was knee deep. So he asked the sun if it was still safe. And the sun said again, yes. So more of them came in. When the water was level to the top of the man's head, the water said to the sun, do you want more of my people to come in? And the sun and the moon both answered yes, not knowing any better. So the water people flowed in until the sun and the moon had to perch themselves on top of the roof. Again, the water addressed the sun. He received the same answer. So more of his people rushed in. The water very soon overflowed the top of the roof and the sun and the moon were forced to go up into the sky where they have remained ever since. Oh, wow, what an amazing story to learn about how the sun and the moon got up there. I wonder what's gonna happen on the next adventure, but I can't wait to see you then. Bye-bye. That was amazing. Excellent story, the sun and the moon. That's just a very excellent story. And you have such a, 
a way of expounding and your your vocal ability is just so soothing to listen to and mm -hmm. all. So thank you. And the story was just a real good, a really good story, very a short story, but one that was intriguing. And I could, I could I'm a visual person, so I could see the sun and I could see the moon and I could see what you were saying. And, and I put myself right in the center of it. And so oh thank God. you. Thank you so much for sharing. And typically when you do have your stories and you're reading them, like you said, you have the characters up above, like your head, you might have, you know, your characters, the four of them you said you have, right? Yeah. And, and I, you actually saw me like I almost broke character. I was like, and I have, no, I don't have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You almost did. So that was excellent. I appreciate it. I do. And so I want to make sure once again, our listening audience, they know about Wayne Reed's your channel and the, the channel handle is here on the screen and also about your anime channel that you have as well that in it's here i will show that i'll share that on the screen as well for them to be able to like comment and subscribe to that as well this evening once again we were talking with my special guest mr wayne bond about what it, does it mean to be an adult in 2023. And I am actually very thankful and grateful that you took out your time this evening after a long day of work, Wayne, to come on to this podcast and share. That, show, that shows me that you are a caring person and that you want to give back to the community. And thank you so much for just being you, unique, just a marvelous, individual and african-american leader in our community we need more men like you and i want to ask you before we end is there anything that you want to share with our audience that maybe you didn't have an opportunity to before we close out tonight Ooh, good question that's funny because like every time i automatically like go to work work i'm like oh so on campus we're about oh no one cares about that. Um, so I would probably say every Sunday we have a uh, stream with One Piece live action, uh, live reactions. That's more of like the long videos that I do on the anime channel, which is more podcast style and very engaging. So if anyone who's interested in more of that engaging tile piece, stop there. Um, and in regards to just Wayne Reed's, I always, I'm, email is there, so I always take suggestions. Okay. Thank you so much once again for being my special guest this evening on the Lotus Flower podcast um, for this episode. You have really enriched the audience and with your content that you shared this evening. And know that you are welcome at any time to come back to the Lotus Flower Podcast. We'll give you a few months break and then we'll <laughs> knock on that door once again and have you come back. I really enjoy having you on. Excellent. Thank you so much. Thank yes. you for having me. Yes, and um, I just wanted to know if you wouldn't, if you don't mind, every episode that I do, I, I close us in a, a moment of prayer for my audience, the people that are listening, and it just needs to have that closure. So we're going to just do that once, and we're going to go ahead and pray, and we're going to just close out. I'm going to stay on. You go ahead and log off afterwards, Mr. Wayne. You can log out, and then I'm going to take care of a few more housekeeping 
uh, things and then I'll log off as well. But this evening, I am so grateful, Lord Jesus, that I had again with me a wonderful person, Wayne Bond, to be with me this evening and to share, Lord God, about what it means to be an adult in 2023. I pray, Lord God, that someone in our listening audience and or those that are viewing will actually be benefiting from what was shared. Even if it isn't tonight, maybe it'll be three months from now because we know this episode will go out and it will be on forever, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So I just pray that someone would be encouraged and know that adulting takes work, but it is something that to be celebrated and embraced and there is a continuum of adulting. You don't may not be where you are right now and want to be, but if you keep on going, you'll get there. Thank you, Mr. Wayne Bond, for coming and sharing from your heart and in a, such a genuous way. And thank you, listening audience, for embracing the fact and knowing that all Black men are not a monolith. They're not all cut from the same cloth. And that you can be unique and you can be yourself on this continuum of adulting. Now, we pray right now that you would bless my listening audience and those that are watching. And I pray a special blessing would be upon Wayne this evening. These are not other blessings we ask in the matchless name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Hmm. And thank you so much. Okay. I appreciate you, my brother. appreciate you, my lifelong friend, too. Okay. <laughs> thank you. You all okay, take care. You have a, thank you. Have a good evening. I'll be watching. Talk, talk to you later. Bye now. This evening, once again, the Lotus Flower Podcast, season number three, episode number 25. I had with me tonight a very special guest, none other than my friend, and I'm going to move over a little bit, my friend, Mr. Wayne Bond, and he spoke with us this evening from the topic of what does it mean to be an adult in 2023. We talked about responsibilities, relationships, what does everyone say would make you happy, but it didn't. We talked about what stressors are about when you are an adult that were not present in the generations ago. And we talked about what do adults do. I also shared with you Mr. Bond's channels. He has a channel that's an anime channel called Runway Warlords Anime Channel. And here is the link on the screen. And he also has a YouTube channel entitled Wayne Reads. And here's the link on the screen as well. Thank you so much for streaming with me this evening, for listening and, and or watching. The podcast streams live every Tuesday evening at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Dr. Pamela Robinson Facebook page and on the Lotus Flower YouTube channel. And then as of Thursday, when I've had an opportunity to go in and edit the podcast, it will be uploaded to my audio platforms. 
whereby you can listen to the audio platforms on whatever medium that you find your audio platforms, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I would like to thank you for joining me this evening. Be sure to like, comment, and to subscribe to this podcast. I don't want you all just coming on and listening every week and partaking of this good content without becoming subscribers. Come on, subscribe with me and let YouTube know that you enjoy the content that is aired every Tuesday on this platform so that they will continue to support it. I want you to know that it is the flower. It's the flower that's here on my book, both books. You can see I have my Blooming with Hope Parenting Educational Manual here, third edition, and I have my Color of Hope African-American Mental Health in the Church book here that was re recently put into the Wake County Library System here in Wake County, Durham, Raleigh, Chapel Hill, North Carolina. This book is in circulation. So if you don't want to purchase it on Amazon or through my website, you can actually go right to the library and check it out. What an honor. To God be the glory. But I want you to know, once again, that it is the flower that blooms in adversity, blooming. That is the greatest of them all. So never quit. Never give up. Keep on keeping on in wellness, grace, and humility. I am Dr. Pamela Robinson. Thank you for joining me this evening. I look forward to seeing you once again in this virtual and audio space next Tuesday evening, streaming live on the Dr. Pamela Robinson Facebook page and on the Lotus Flower YouTube channel. Bye-bye for now.